0: Hey guys, this is Paul. Really wanted to say I'm excited about Ohio corn and wheatgrass growers now partnering up with Calibrated Power. This means if you go ahead and sign up for their three-year membership, you'll get a 10% discount on any of the Calibrated Power or Duramax tuner tuning products. Of course, you can always call me to ask more details about this. I'm available at 815-568-7920, extension 2122.
1: The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language.
0: Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Uh, Diesel Performance Podcast interviewing Gail Banks. What? That was so much fun. Absolutely, yeah. So we had Nick uh, down there for that. We have Nick here again today. How's it going, Nick? I am back. I love it. (laughs) Absolutely, just hanging out in the podcast studio. He doesn't do anything else. Um, Yeah,
2: (laughs) I'm gonna bank that one, Paul. Get that back later. Oh, that'll be. I have a couple. I've banked too. So,
0: (laughs) Uh, three thousand horsepower with Ultimate Callout or at the Ultimate Callout Challenge. That was a lot of great information from Brandon. I'm really excited. Diesel Performance Podcast, the official podcast of Ultimate Call-Out Challenge 2017.
2: We're going to Indy, Paul.
0: Oh, man, I'm so excited.
2: They're letting us into Indy.
0: <laughs> Shame on them. Shame on them. <laughs> they didn't learn last time. So, future episodes. We got Tyler Kip coming up. I don't know if anybody's uh, been on Facebook lately watching any Cummins racing. He just ran a nine-second pass. Ooh. The motor let go, but we're going to bring them on. We're going to talk about the build, talk about the budget that it took to do it. Uh, we kind of thought of it as a real-world budget-ish build, yeah. we'll call it. Yeah, I like it. And then, of course, Danny's getting us lined up on doing a modified injector episode, so really excited for that.
2: Yeah, we're going to be talking to Xergy for that. And who else better to talk to than Xergy on that? Absolutely
0: kings,
3: man can.
0: Absolutely. And Nick, we actually have you down here today to talk more about the Ultimate Call Out Challenge. Oh, yes.
3: <laughs> yes. It is ultimate, if nothing else.
0: Finally, finally. So we landed this deal. So we're, we're going to work with as many or all of the competitors that we can. We want to get you listeners as much inside information before the event, at the event, and after the event. And so that's really what we brought you down today, Nick. You are- Bringing a truck to the challenge. I'm setting the bar for your podcast on UCC. I, uh, I am it. also bringing a truck to the challenge. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, Nick, we always ask our guests, what got you started in diesel performance? But you've answered that for us before. This podcast. Right. Got me started. <laughs> uh. So instead, why don't you tell us what would be your dream daily driver build for a Duramax? Oh man, dream daily driver
3: build for Duramax. Doesn't he have it right now? It's a Duraburb. I mean, the Duraburb seven? is hey, you, yeah, I mean, that's it, right? Like I built it. It's done. Literally, literally living the dream. I literally <laughs> drive my dream truck. No, it's <laughs> it's parked right now due to the weather, but uh yeah. Uh so 2004 Duraburb with the uh with the LBZ, a 6-speed action, 1000 horse twin kit. Just your
0: <laughs> just your normal grocery gutter. Just your,
3: <laughs> Perfect recipe right there, man. (laughs) Solid. This is a
2: rust-free Duraburb as well. This thing is beautiful.
0: It is so clean. It is so clean. I just talked to Eric Swanson today from Duraburb, and he called in to say, uh, great job on the truck. Loves it. Love to see the pictures. Appreciate that, Eric. Good job over to Rich. Uh, Cannot believe how stock it looks from the outside and then you open the hood that's the specialty man that's the, gotta have that
2: i had a chance to drive it and it actually drives really stock until you kind of lace into her a little yeah it's amazing the way it drives
3: It's a, it's that twin kit right it's just it's nasty also anything i drive has forced me to like really put time into the tuning side right so it's 150 over injector truck usually we don't expect like great street manners from that injector because yeah. let's be real i mean it's 1100 horsepower truck like how much street time does it get um but, yeah, put a lot of street miles on it. Uh, got a lot of a lot of work on the defuel stuff for the truck. So it, the shift quality is prime time. It really is. Yeah, it's one of those you
0: jump in it, you know, I'd, I'd let my wife drive it.
3: Yeah, it's nice, right? man. Uh, but while we're on the topic of the UCC and you asked me about the, my – right, so I, everybody has their next dream, right? You finish building the dream immediately like, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to throw this out there for our listeners because I think it would be really cool. Maybe somebody listening wants to put it together, but I, I think the uh, – The GTM kit car with a Duramax in it and the Porsche, you know, rear transaxle six-speed setup. If anybody's interested, you know, I got some room in the shop. No, I don't, but I would make room in the shop. That
0: is my dream build.
3: Mid-engine, diesel. That is
0: my build. That's, I, we just need the budget. Yeah. (laughs) Or a customer to bring it to us. Yeah. Yeah, I would love a customer to pay for it so I just get to drive it. That'd be the best. (laughs) I'm sure they'd be all over letting you drive it. Right. Yeah, why not? I'm a great driver. (laughs) Just don't ask anybody who's seen me drive. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. UCC. We're really excited to talk about this. First of all, tell us about the truck that you're bringing to the event.
3: The truck is a 2011 Ram 3500, 4500, sorry. Uh, Previously, a cabin chassis truck that we're lengthening the bed on out to ten feet, four-wheel drive setup, regular cab, um, stock axle, and that's about where the stock stuff stops. <laughs> um, we're going to put a a an oversized eight point nine liter Cummins ISL in it, uh, which instead of being eight point nine liters, about ten point four liters, so six hundred and forty cubic inch straight six. Um, a lot of turbocharger, three S500s, kind of a custom manifold setup that I designed, had the Whirly Custom Fab Boys put together for me. Um, really cool a wastegate diverter setup, Try and get that thing spooled up and running. Not that I think the cubic inches are, <laughs> you know, not capable of doing it, but why not have some drivability on your UCC rig? Um, yeah, <laughs> two 14 mil stroker pumps, huge injectors, yada, 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 down the line, right?
2: Okay. See, okay. Paul, Paul and I, we get to see this truck every day, and we've obviously drooled over it, but we don't work for um calibrated power when we do the podcast, so we try to be unbiased about it. Right,
0: which, to be honest with you, we have, like Danny said, we have been watching this build come together inside the shop, so we have that kind of behind-the-scenes on it. And, I mean, originally— Originally this was a shop truck. Yeah, yeah, it was ish. a
3: fifth wheel truck, right? We used to pull a
0: trailer
2: with a flatbed. Flatbed, right. flatbed
0: on it. Yep. Then decided it doesn't tow great. I, I thought it towed pretty well. Right. But... Everybody else who actually had to tow with it disagreed. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden I come into work one day and there's a semi parked at the end of the lot and I'm like, "Oh, I wonder what customer brought that in for repairs." And here we are 6 months later with a 10.4 liter ISL. I just like saying that. I just, you know, that's not something you get to say regularly. Um, That's a
3: cubic nutsack. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, obviously, we know, uh, tell us the status on the
3: truck. The the status on the truck. The engine's done. The engine's sitting on the floor in the shop uh, being assembled. The injectors are going in it today. We've got pumps for it. Um, The frame has been lengthened. The hitch has been built the rear end's been gusseted we have the transmission um the cage is in it so uh, you know now that i say all that stuff sounds like we got a lot of it done yeah you're like right uh, there but yeah no it's (laughs) it's
0: still got a long way to go these are such involved builds, and I think that's something that's easy to lose sight of. You know, it's when you huge. just go to the event and you watch this truck show up, you look at it, and you see the horsepower number, and you just
3: think of dollars,
0: but it's the time that goes in.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, putting a truck like this together will make you have a lot of respect for guys like Levon and the other competitors from last year. Just the commitment and time and energy. I mean, money is one thing, right? But uh, time and energy to, to drive an innovative project like this forward it's uh it takes a lot out of you it really does it really does
0: and it takes a lot of people to bring it together yeah um right after a quick word from our sponsors we're going to come back and ask you a few more questions about it nick
1: Duramaxtuner.com is breaking new ground in the turbocharger market with our Stealth series. The Stealth 64 is the perfect replacement for a stock turbocharger for any year Duramax. The 64mm compressor wheel adds at least 80 rear-wheel horsepower on a stock fuel system while maintaining stock drivability and excellent spool-up. The Stealth 64 also helps maintain lower EGTs under heavy loads, especially useful for towing. If you're looking to upgrade or replace your stock turbocharger, check out the Stealth 64. A perfect balance between power and drivability in a drop-in stock-appearing turbocharger. For more information, check out DuramaxTuner.com or give us a call at the office, 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920.
2: Now back to the podcast. And we're back with Nick Pregnance talking about the UCC April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. So, Nick, as far as that goes, did you get your room booked? Uh, <laughs> is this is an ongoing joke. <laughs> well, we're going to somebody get th- book it. this room.
0: <laughs> we're trying to remind our listeners: you got to go book your rooms as soon as possible. You got to get your tickets as soon as possible.
3: They are filling up quick. Yeah, so book me one if you're online. Right, send the bill.
2: <laughs> Paul <will> cover it. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a great idea. <laughs> so the truck's not completely together yet. Um, how long have you been working on this build for, though? Uh, it'll be a year, yeah,
3: 13 months now. Uh, originally, our goal was to make the UCC last year, but uh, yeah, due to some complications and machine work, and just, it's it's such a big, <laughs> and I cannot understate how much time and energy goes into this thing, right? So it's such a big investment in time and energy, and we're trying to run a business too. You know, we've got stuff in the shop, we've got tuning work to do, we have things to do to make money um, to do this on the side, essentially. Um, it just wasn't gonna happen last year. So we took that time this year and uh, you know, trying to go about it systematically in an organized way and, and make the best showing we can.
2: Well, you're definitely trying to reinvent the wheel in a great way, but without giving away any secrets, what can you tell us about you know, a few things with the fuel system, the turbo system, and uh, maybe a few other things that I'll add as you're talking? To be honest with you, Danny,
3: I don't have any secrets on this build.
2: Um, Yeah, it's on Cummins form. I mean, you did make it public.
3: If anybody wants to try and duplicate this, (laughs) like, please do it. Please (laughs) have at it. I and dare you it'd be cheaper because then there'd be two parts
0: that exactly. you could buy instead exactly. of just one right exactly so you get a bulk discount right i <laughs> mean but that is one of the problems is we're talking about this stuff you know and, and we're talking about the turbo setup there's not many other trucks out there if any that are running triple s 500s right
3: uh, i mean there's there's probably i don't know three or four i'm, I'm not sure uh, yeah. you know we were talking about this earlier paul this is a i would call the ultimate call out challenge a hail mary convention you know this is bring <laughs> bring as much as you possibly can if it blows up, it's an even better show, right? Like, there's there's no shame in breaking your shit trying hard, so yeah. bring it. Um, and I think this truck is, is part of that. You know, it's some it's a project I always wanted to do. I like the medium-duty engine. I always wondered why nobody tried to use it in this application. Um, I just, in the quest for the ultimate drivability and throttle response and, and torque machine, I think, uh, you know, it deserves some attention. So I wanted to try it, and here's the perfect stage for it.
2: So one question that I had personally, um, you hear the ultimate call-out challenge, you read about it, you watch a lot of the videos. Um, are you going to be using nitrous on this setup at all? I don't think I'll need to use nitrous to find the limitations of
3: of the engine. Um, we have, like you said, two S591s on it, so that's uh, 260 uh, pounds of air per minute. So I mean, it's It's just a ton of air. Um an an S500 as our small turbocharger as well. So, I mean, if we run short of air for some reason and we feel like, geez, we really need more air, uh, then, uh, you know, nothing's going to stop me from putting a nitrous kit on. I'm not morally opposed to nitrous. I just don't think I'm going to need it. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, fair fair enough. It's not I mean, in the game plan at this point.
2: <laughs> well, it just seems like when everybody's on the dyno, everybody's spraying. Yeah, and doing a spray and pray, I would call it, because they're uh, talking about some high numbers they're hitting.
3: Here. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, maybe that's the ticket. Um, last year, especially, I think that was popular because of the altitude with us being at sea level in Indianapolis this year, I think that might be less of a less of an issue. Um, yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll less see of how an much-
0: issue, but do you think it'll be used less? Like I have a feeling, like the competitors will look and say, last year, everybody who hit over X amount, use nitrous. I'm using nitrous.
3: It would not surprise me to see 85% of the field or more using nitrous. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit more on the injection system. So they're they're big injectors. I understand that, right? Yeah. Two 14 mil pumps. Yeah. What's the capacity on a 14
3: mil pump? That's a loaded question, Paul. Uh, (laughs) 14 millimeter pump driven at normal speed. Uh, We haven't found the limitation of on a Duramax yet, but Probably somewhere in the range of 12 to 1,400 horsepower. Um, these will these pumps will be overdriven, potentially as much as 50% overdriven. Oh wow! And their output goes up linear linearly with engine speed or with drive speed. So we can get one and a half times that capacity out of each pump. Holy if shit! If we overdrive them. Okay, that's. That's pretty crazy. I mean, that's
0: a lot of fuel. Like, generally on these big setups, we've seen dual triple CP3s are pretty standard these days to get into yep. this horsepower range. Was there an advantage to do dual 14 mils as opposed to, like, triple 12s? Or was it just that it's new and it's available? Or When you have
3: a five-pound bag <laughs> and you're trying to put the uh, three CP3s in it instead of two CP3s, it's <laughs> extra shit, right? Okay. So, yeah, we're trying to trying to minimize the amount of stuff under the hood. Um like I said, we have six hundred forty cubic inch engine, three S five hundreds, and a fuel system. I mean, it there's no room. It adds up quick.
0: I think your plan a little bit here shows how much of a Duramax guy you are where you pop the hood of a Cummins and you're like, Oh, look at all of this room I have to fill. I know. Let's just pack it with shit. Yeah. I
2: like it. Let's let's go full on. <laughs> I like your uh, your motto though, There, you know, there's no replacement for displacement. I'm personally excited to see what this truck's going to lay down on our dyno and then, of course, in the competition setting.
3: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the way the competition is framed around the ability to add your torque and horsepower number, um, I, I think should play to the advantage of the displacement of this engine. Uh, I mean, there's always the chance that I scatter a rod or, or block or whatever um, trying to go for that torque number. But with that kind of uh, with that kind of cubic inch and operating range, we should have a really good shot at maxing the torque number out. Absolutely, that's huge. Okay,
0: so you had mentioned that you're stretching out the frame. Um, so you went from an eight-foot bed to a ten-foot bed. Yeah. What What was the plan there? Why Why go that route and make the truck heavier?
3: Well, um, I think realistically, we expect the drag race to be our our least competitive um, event. Really. Yeah. So my my hope with the truck is. To, to perform strong in the dyno event and to perform strong at the sled pull track. So I think that the extra um, advantage that the longer wheelbase will give us in the sled pull event is worth the trade-off at the drag strip. Um, so that's it in a nutshell.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh, do you have an idea of how much extra weight to, two more feet of frame was or was
3: not even concerned with it, huh? 237 pounds. I have no fucking <laughs> clue how much it weighs. <laughs> um,
2: I just want to say that the pulling hitch on this truck is set up just like the guys that i see at the um at the events that i go to and i when i pull the clean sweep this hitch and this setup is no joke it literally when you look at the rear diff girdle and the way it's set up literally you can stare at it for i think maybe 10-15 minutes come back to it and see some more that you didn't see the first time
3: it's yeah the hitch setup is really nice The rear suspension uh, guys at wc fab helped us out with that i mean they do 30, you know 3036 smoothbore trucks I mean this is nothing new for them um, my only hope is that it doesn't lose an axle in the middle of the pole um, I fully expect this truck to be twisting axles from pole to pole but um, hopefully the rear end holds up is really kind of where I'm at with it it was it was built for a looser track which is typically what we see out west but in Indianapolis there's a good chance we're going to get a tighter clay track and uh, that's that's I'm unsure about that Danny and
2: I'm sure a lot of people are as well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the truck is a dually. It's got six 35-inch uh, tracks on it. So it's got a lot of tire on it. Um, that's that's going to be a real test for that
0: rear end. Are you going to dump the dualies for the drag ray? We saw a lot of guys changing wheel setup, changing gear setup, like making a lot of tweaks or changes to their trucks in between events for different goals, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I think there's a good case for putting a larger um, drag slick on the back, as long as we can tuck it underneath the... the uh, bumper uh, you know the fenders but uh yeah like i said the drag race i mean i'm i'm thinking about it but i'm not i want to perform strong in a pole in the dyno event
2: okay i think there's a huge advantage though with the drag race um for you because you're not racing against anybody besides you. you get the whole world in front of you and that light goes green you can sit there for as long as you want until you take off and you finish you go through the trap that's your time so you got all the time in the world to prepare mentally at that line rather than you're up against, you know, some top performer in the country right next to you winding up a turbo.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, it's meant to be a test of the truck, right? It's not meant to be a test of the, the driver necessarily in that application. That's That works in all the truck's favors uh, mm-hmm. against the good drivers, I would say. But I'm with you.
2: And the only thing that I hope, Paul, is that when the clean sweeps part for the summer, next summer, hopefully I get to... You know, take this truck out and maybe compete with it a few times myself. That's it. Yeah. You
0: could tow the UCC truck with Clean Sweep to an event. That'd be perfect.
3: I think the, one of the coolest things that, that uh, the guys at the UCC are doing is having the emissions-equipped uh, expo the yeah. first day on Friday, I believe. Um, they're hoping to have, I think, a half dozen uh, higher horsepower, six, 700-horsepower emissions-equipped trucks there. And that's... I'm excited about our UCC truck, but I'm also excited to show a group that large what these emissions-equipped trucks we've been tuning, you know, how those are can run in person so they can see that.
0: Absolutely. I've, I mean, it's that industry changing, you know, that we're always talking about. The more and more people get educated, the more and more early adopters guys are getting out there like Matt Rosenberg with his
3: truck, uh, which really excited about that thing
0: being yeah. wrapped
2: up. Yeah. I mean, I think
3: when guys see it, go for a ride, drive it, experience it, um, I'm excited for that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because until you have seen it yourself... You don't know. And personally, before I started working here just a year ago, I thought missions equipped truck, that sounds like a joke, but now that I'm a part of it and I get to be a part of it every day, it's a whole different world of diesel. Absolutely. Well, I think that expo is just going
0: to be really cool. This is the first time that it's just a a diesel-only expo. You know, We talk about PRI, which you're headed to this weekend. Yep. yep. Or when you guys are listening to this, it'll already have been passed. Yeah. Uh, And then, of course, we do a lot of the other big diesel events, uh, Shides, TS, XDP, Alligator, all of those big shows where you do get a diesel community together, but not really in that expo form where we're actually getting the manufacturers and, and the guys out there showing us what's new, showing us what's on the cutting edge.
3: Yeah, and I would say this is going to be your biggest collection of hardcore enthusiasts in one place. That's yep. a
0: great way to put it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, Nick, I know you had already told us a bit about your strategy here. You're really looking to do strong on the sled pull. You're looking to do strong on the dyno. How about predictions? Do you have an estimate? Do you have a goal that you're hoping to hit a minimum of?
3: I mean, I think everybody in this game has is, is got their eye on the 3,000 horsepower number. Um, really, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big prediction maker, right? Like I, you know what I'm building the truck for. It's no, it's no secret that everybody in the UCC is bringing a truck that they hope can win. Right. Um, I I think hard parts wise, turbocharger wise, fuel system wise, the ingredients are there. Um, hopefully, we can get it done in time and get a get a chance to test it and and have it consistently hold up to that power level, um, so that we can make a good showing at the event. My, my real hope is to have a, a good, clean running, strong truck that, that doesn't break on the dyno or the sled pull. <laughs> um,
2: well, I personally wish you the best of luck because I'll be there to watch everybody. But, you know, like Michael Phelps, Phelps said uh, during the Olympics, winners focus on winning and losers focus on winners. So let's focus on winning this competition. And I wish the best of luck to all the competitors.
0: Nick, before we let you go for the day, any shout outs to people who had helped you out with the build?
3: Uh, The guys at Exergy Performance supplied the fuel system parts, um, were instrumental in getting us up off the ground on that. That engine uses a different injector, they put a jig together, they did quite a bit of work on that for us and we we appreciate that. Um, The guys at WC Fab have a ton of hours into this thing as well, putting the cage together, lengthening the frame, uh, building the rear suspension and hitch, and uh, helping out with the dual fueler setup and of course the, the triple turbo piping kit. Um, of yeah. course, my staff, Phil, and the guys a lot of time there. I mean, is anybody who I could pull in on this thing to help um, has been has been really good to work with. Also, the guys at Firepunk too for helping us out with the transmission. So, um, I just I, I really hope we can show what the 640 cubic inch engine <laughs> can do at least a little bit, you know, so we can give it a good show.
2: Well, the cards are on the table, and Nick is all in. I'm in, man.
3: See you there. <laughs> I dig it. This
2: has
1: been Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. Thanks for listening. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTutor.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or danny at duramaxtuner.com. I, I just want to throw
3: this out there for our listeners because I think it'd be really cool. Maybe somebody listening wants to put it together, but uh, I think the uh, the GTM kit car with a Duramax in it and the Porsche, you know, rear transaxle six-speed setup. I, if, if anybody's interested, you know, I got some room in the shop. No, I don't, but I would make room in the shop.